Hello, and welcome back to another fabulous episode of Pageants and Prosecco. Today we are talking about Chesley. So if you are uncomfortable with um, people being unalived or thoughts about it, then feel free to click off this episode and I'll catch you in the next one. But today we are going to talk about Chesley. Real quick, I don't want to spend too much time um, on this episode like I usually do, but I just wanted to hop on here and share my thoughts about um, the passing of our beloved Miss, Miss USA 2019. I don't even know how to start, you guys. So, we all, well, some of us, um, came to know Chesley from competing at Miss USA um, or Miss USA system, whether you followed her after winning Miss North Carolina or if you followed her after her attempt at the Miss America organization. And I know she also competed in high school, too. She was Miss Freshman in high school. Um, but for the most part, some of us were following Chesley since she was crowned Miss North Carolina, USA, and uh, was going on to compete at the uh, Miss USA in 2019. <clears throat> so um, me personally, I when I saw her picture, I saw all the hair, I saw her Instagram, I knew she was a strong contender for Miss USA. And I had her in my top at that time, too. Um, and then, of course, she blew away the competition and did top 10 at Miss Universe. Um, but today, I just kind of want to just talk about um, just her life and the career and everything that she had going on and focusing on the good that we can uh, try to find in this whole situation. So, for those who may not have heard, um, Chesley committed suicide on Sunday, which was yesterday, um, via jumping from her apartment building in Manhattan. She, uh, actually, I just watched the Good Morning America uh, story about her. It's truly a tragic loss for the entire pageant community um and people who knew her as a whole not just pageant community but the law community um the journalism community um which i kind of feel a part of as well the black community black women community um and the curly hair girl community TikTok community, because I followed her on TikTok, I know that she was popping, talking about all types of things when it comes to diversity, her closet, her life, and just sharing little problems or how to better address diverse people in the workplace, um, specifically the law field. Um, fashion, pageantry, we grew to love her from... Um, being a correspondent at Miss Universe and a judge. Um, so, yes, we're looking at someone. Oh, so TJ Holmes on Good Morning America said that a colleague of his said that Chesley never had a bad day. And I feel like I kind of see that from someone who's watched her through the internet through the, out the years. I never really see her down um, and out. And a lot of people have shared 
all types of positive messages about who she was. And a lot of people use the word light and love and smile and talk about her positive energy. And that, to me, is so impactful because you know that she left something with everybody that she met. And you always saw her laughing and smiling in pictures and, um, like, she was truly living life, you know. I have a high-rise apartment in Manhattan, and they said those apartments were, like, $1 million, $2 million. Um, be, in, be on extra, be a correspondent. A lot of people work hard to get to that kind of level in the television world. Um, so for her to be able to easily maneuver those doors and then succeed, and she got nominated for two Emmys for the same category, which was, she got outstanding, she received a nomination for the Outstanding Entertainment News Program um, for her position as a New York correspondent for Extra, and then she was nominated again in 2021 for the same category. Um, and then to become a lawyer, she was working pro bono, which is free, for um, low-level drug offenders to help reduce their sentencing. And, um, you know, you just feel like someone has it all together when in reality they don't. And there's nothing that we could have done, so do not be hard on yourself if you guys need it personally. There's nothing more you could really do um, in that situation because you just don't know what's really going on in people's heads. And I want to encourage everybody who's listening to really seek therapy. Um, it's been very beneficial just to talk to somebody, you know. Um, it doesn't have to be a friend. And a lot of times I know people say, oh, call me if you need something, call me if you need something. Yeah, you can call them, but reality, you know, life hits. And sometimes that person can't probably can't talk right then and there when you need them or they are doing something else or like me, I'm at work all the time. Um, so sometimes you might need to lean on someone else who's um, an independent third party, um, like a therapist. And then I'll also leave you guys with the suicide number in the description of this episode. Um, so Chesley also has four brothers and an older sister who helped install her short red wig. I don't know if you guys saw a video of it. Um, a few weeks ago, she had on a red wig and people actually cut her hair. Her sister helped her install that video, her older sister. Um, what else can I say about Chesley? Um, there's been so much outpouring from people all across the pageant world. I highlighted a few on the article I wrote about her. Um, and I just think that seeing someone through other people's eyes really let you know that they were such a good person. So, for instance, Sarah Rose Summers, you know, was Miss USA 2018. She crowned Chesley, and she wrote this on Instagram. Quote, I had the honor of crowning Chesley Crisp at Miss USA 2019. Although I crowned her, I looked up to her in many ways. She was a bright light of wisdom, dedication, and strength. She was truly a star, a Division I athlete, son attorney at just 26, before making history as the oldest woman to be crowned at Miss USA at 28, and went on to place top 10 in Miss Universe. Um, 
She spoke, and then just fast forwarding, she spoke about the beauty of her natural hair and became a part of history when the Miss USA, Miss Universe, Miss Teen USA, and Miss America were all women of color at the same time. Chesley was not meant to leave us this soon, nor in this tragic way. My heart and prayers are with her mom, siblings, all of her family and friends. Moments like these make us realize there's so much more than what meets the eye, whether that's what you see on social media or through a brief interaction with a friend. Don't be afraid to ask your friends and family the tough questions and be aware and be on the lookout for warning signs of a mental health struggle, like changes in behavior or even verbal cues. And she quotes the World Health Organization that says suicide remains one of the leading causes of death in the world, accounting for one in every 100 deaths. So it's okay to speak up and ask for help. It doesn't make you weak. It makes you strong. And then uh, Andrea Thibault, a former Miss New York, USA, who knows Chesley a little bit more personally, she talked about how they were going to actually meet up in a few days to shoot content. And she says she feels like she's living in an alternate universe. She can't believe the world has lost you. Someone so special. So talented, so full of life. A queen in every sense of the word. Just three days ago, just three days ago we were talking about meeting this week to do a blog to do YouTube. Exploring New York City's best bakeries because of how much we love sweets. And she was so excited because... Being in her presence, Jesse's presence, was always a great time because of the kind person that she was. And now she feels empty and confused. And I think that's kind of how we all kind of feel. But it's always the strong friends that we need to check on. And it's not just Chesley. It's people like Robin Williams. People who exude so much light and love. They're giving everything to us, and it's never truly sometimes reciprocated, you know. Um, yeah, you have family and friends, but when you give so much of yourself, I just wonder how much that obviously takes out of you, you know. Um, and I think sometimes it's our people like that to kind of set boundaries and to truly, like, focus on themselves because they really are giving themselves in such a way to us all. And it's such a um, selfless thing to do, you know. So it's truly an honor to be able to experience this woman virtually and to just know that um, so many people, what's the first guy's name? So many people have said so many nice things about Chesley so we know that, obviously, she was meant to hold this title. And I think it's also interesting to me, funny to me, that people like Chesley, people who pass away, seem to be at the height of their career and their life. And then they just get taken so soon. And it's just so, it's a tragic feeling. I think it's hard for all of us to kind of, digest this information because we feel like there's so much more they could have done you know um and I just think that like it's hard to 
come to wraps with it because we all in the passing world at least feel like we know her personally you know and when you we all have a we all have a virtual like niece and nephew someone who you may not have seen personally but you know one of your friends got pregnant and had a baby and then you just watch the kid grow up online and through facebook and so i feel like it's the same way with us and chesty like we watch her rise um to compete for miss usa especially in north carolina because she competed uh two times beforehand and she was known in her community uh she was a division one athlete and so some people have been following her for years um and then to win Miss USA and then following her journey to Miss Universe and all the critiques and criticisms we had about her competing at Miss Universe and what we would have done differently if she was there. And you know how we treat our Miss USA. We're just so critical about them. And then to have a post Miss USA life, a successful one, where she was able to capitalize off of the crown and become this fabulous television personality and a content creator. It's just like we know that she could have, we know that there's so much more, you know, but God's timing is God's timing and we can't really question the circumstances, you know. Um, yeah, it's, it's tough, you know, whether, regardless of what happened, that was the day that was set for you. And I know, you know, I have my spiritual thoughts and stuff, so I don't want to go down a little rabbit hole, but that day was, I mean, however it happened, it was going to happen on that day, because that was the day that was written, pre-written, all of ours have a date, um, we just don't know when, where, how, and I think that the purpose and the lesson that we can have out of this is to talk about mental health, and I feel like it is a conversation every time we hear about a tragic death. But I feel like it's time to take action now. We can talk, talk, talk all day, but who's about that life and who's about that action? And one thing I'm going to do on this podcast is be about that action and talk about mental health more because for me, um, I feel like Chesley is close to me because one, we're the same age. She's a few months older. Um, but a 91 nonetheless, nonetheless, you know, baby. And it just feels close because I, too, have had my struggles and bouts of depression. Um, and sometimes I need to just take off of life and just sit. And it's really hard for me to get out of bed. Uh, at least in, in 2015, I was really struggling. Um... And then sometimes I feel like my little bouts of depression comes from work-related things. Um, the last time I got, in, I fell into depression right before the pandemic hit. Well, kind of during the pandemic, because I had spontaneously lost my job, <sighs> and it was just a sad time. And um, that's kind of when I go through. And I've had had thoughts of suicide before, and I don't like to do that. But um, never really felt like that was going to solve the problem. A lot of people who have those thoughts want the pain to go away. They don't actually want to analyze themselves. And 
for me, what kind of gets me out of a funk and out of a rut is traveling and getting away. So that's why I like to go somewhere. Right now I'm in Texas, but if you guys can listen to this episode and this podcast, you know, I've been in Hawaii. Um, where else? I was in Texas twice. I moved around all through Illinois, and I pretty much moved every year. Traveling for me helps get me out of a funk, especially being in Hawaii. Being in Hawaii really opened my eyes to life and what life is. And I want to encourage everybody to go to the islands, um, specifically the Hawaiian islands, and just go on a hike. And then you just see the beauty of just the ocean and the horizon, and you just look as far as you can. And you see just the landscape. It's just so beautiful. You feel so fortunate to be able to do things like climbing a mountain in Hawaii. Um, so that's what helps me personally. Also, I want to encourage you guys to you know, just bring your kids into the fire. Um, and it's easier said than done. But to eat healthy and to get sunlight. I feel like a lot of us, by being physically in the house, we're not getting sunlight our vitamin d and that is sunlight releases a chemical in our brains that makes us feel good and depression is when a negative chemical is released in your brain and it just overcomes your brain and i know people talk about medicine and whether or not you should take medicine for certain mental things and stuff but Sometimes suppressing that negative chemical, and I don't know what it is, um, may be what you need because you don't realize that it's not your thoughts sometimes. It's really how your brain makes up and, like, the actual chemistry of your brain that's messing with you. And I said psychology, so I'm a little bit ahead of it because I remember um, really getting interested in the brain part when we studied psychology. I was a psych major at one point. And that dopamine, that, um, I can't think of the name, but the good, chemi- the good chemicals come out and are released by your uh, amygdala and your medulla obligata and your um, hypothalamus glands. And so in your pineal, your third eye, I say I was to say that there's things you can do to release the good chemicals in your brain, such as getting sunlight. And sun activates it. Plenty of sleep also helps stabilize your hormones. And sometimes you don't realize that, and also eating healthy too, we don't realize that a lot of the ways of the world, like watching, like you got to think we're all human. You know, we weren't meant to be working driving cars, watching television, eating candy. (laughs) We weren't really made for that. A lot of that stuff is human things that uh, other humans made that become way of the world, you know, going to work, money. We were natural uh, mammals on this earth, you know. No other mammal on this earth has bills. You know, monkeys don't worry about bills. Um, A lot of things that society has going on 
and the ways of the world is equaling to us being depressed, you know. Right now, I'm in a financial um, uh, challenging part of my life, but it's okay because what is money? It's not real, you know. Social media is not real. It's literally just an app. The phone is just a device, like a little square device. Getting out into nature where we're supposed to be, drinking water, eating plants, like that's how we're supposed to live. Like true creatures of the wild, you know. If you look at some of the movies of like Tarzan, people who grew up in the wild, um, like they're healthier, you know. If we were actual cavemen and women and we lived free like we're supposed to, we would have healthier bodies because we'd be working out and running every day or lifting a tree or... <clears throat> You know, just doing physical activity. We would, um, excuse me. <clears throat> we would be in the water, swimming. We're natural creatures of the earth. And we do a lot of things. Like the technology is making us technical people. And that's not how we were designed. We were designed to be free. So when you see people getting depressed, Oh, when I see people getting depressed over something that's, like, not real, like Instagram, or trying to keep up an appearance for these people who you don't even know, it hurts my heart because it's just, like, you can just, like, you know, you really can turn off the phone, but sometimes this is really people's lives. And by getting away to, and traveling and going to other places, you realize how absorbed in this metaverse we really are and we're not living our full potential out outside so if you are struggling with depression know that it's really probably your brain chemistry and it's not you and that's what I had to think about for me personally when I was kind of battling it was what am I doing that's making me stay in this phone so for instance I eat a lot of ice cream. It's going to say right now, I eat a lot of ice cream. I eat a lot of candy. I can't help it. I have a sweet tooth. I think I'm addicted to sugar. Like, literally addicted to sugar. Um, And I know that having a sugar rush is detrimental. And I see it now because I started working, like, working and being back on my feet eight hours a day. I don't have energy. I close the days where I start off eating fruit or greens or a vegetable and I have way more energy and I you know we always binge watch TVs and I can't help but watch Housewives and I love to binge watch episodes so I'll save up episodes except for Potomac I watch Potomac Live but sometimes I'll save up episodes you guys know and binge watch it and then I'll feel guilty at the end of the day because I'll sit and watch the sun kind of like set and realize I literally be on the couch all afternoon evening what a waste of six hours. I could have been doing this. And I have those battles in my head all the time. Like, why did I do this? Why did I sit and watch this show for six hours? Why did I do this after doing it? And it's so dangerous. It's a dangerous place to be. But you have to be able to pull yourself up. Like, literally pull yourself out, up. And realize that um, everything you do is a decision. 
five seconds to make a bad decision over a good decision. You're trying to decide between working out or staying in bed. You have like a five second window between when you get up and when you stay in bed. And when you choose to stay in bed, the rest of the day just kind of slowly make more and more bad decisions. So you have to start your day off by making a good decision. And that's what I've been trying to do to kind of switch my life around. So I've been making it a point to be awake in the morning so I can sleep in. So I make it a point to wake up early and to get that sun. Because there's a certain point in the day where the sun hits my house perfectly. But I usually miss it because I um, stay in bed for too long. So I try to make it a point to see the sun in my house that day and try to absorb that sunlight. Um, and I go outside and take a walk without my phone and without worrying about if I'm going to be kidnapped or whatever. Um, but to just take a walk um, without my phone and without really anything um, and just kind of like talk to myself. And I really try to sit in the sun and like for a few seconds. Sometimes it's hard because of, you know, you, you don't want people looking at you, like, what's this person doing? But um, I just try to sit in the sun and, like, breathe in the sun. Because you don't realize the lack of light sometimes, the lack of eating greens, that is adding on to, you guys get what I'm saying, like, adding on to making bad decisions later during the day. And I know there's nothing that we could have done differently for Chessie. I'm sure she was... A phenomenal person um, as far as health we saw her body I know she was working out even working out kind of helps too that gets that good that good brain chemistry going but sometimes little things little things can help change your outlook on how you view a situation and just know you guys that none of this stuff is real you know like people may care about what you have going on but what do they have going on Probably nothing. So if they're saying something negative to you in the comment section, it is kind of hard to see. And I don't have the pressure of seeing hundreds and thousands of people critiquing me. Um, but F them. Like, F them. If they're not going to fight you, if you're not going to pull up to my house and fight me, then forget them, you know? And it's easier said than done. And also just know that you can really turn off devices, and take that time you need to step away. I took a whole Facebook social media break, just strictly off Facebook, because I just, I'm just kind of sick of that app. And, you know, Facebook is so weird with who you see, and they show the same people, and sometimes I don't want to see this particular person consistently. Like, I don't want to unfollow you, but I don't, like, don't want to see every time you post, you know. And it brings up things, too. Like, you don't realize we're having more memories of things because we have more documentation of those memories. Like, you have pictures in your phone. You probably take a picture every day. So you have more vivid memories of negative experiences, and it's hard to forget things, you know, truly forget. Because there's a person on my Facebook page who I see, and, you know, we had a, I had a thing, a crush, like, in middle school with this guy, and, then one of my friends saw him as an adult and started like, oh, she inquired about him. I was like, no, you know, this guy's kind of off limits. And now they're Facebook friends. And then she made comment on his post. And that kind of like triggers me a little bit. And I don't realize that I'm triggered every time I see his post that 
actually have comments. And they may not have anything going on. Well, I actually know they don't have anything going on. They have the whole baby and the whole other woman over there. But it's still like I'm slightly triggered for that point in time. And that kind of like makes me a little, makes me feel type of way. But I don't have to, you know what I'm saying? I could just get off the app. Then I wouldn't even know or remember that that whole interaction even occurred. You know what I'm saying? So we have more vivid memories of negative times. And we see these facial memories of things every single day. And it may be a good day and life may have been a bad day in your life. But we weren't meant to really remember some of these things. If we didn't have social media, we wouldn't even know. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, I can go on a tangent. Because I talk about this with people in person all the time. But just think like, Instagram is a highlight reel for real. Like it, it really is a highlight reel for real. And you could use my Instagram as an example. I only post good things. And at this point, my Instagram is like a business. And I don't really care about what people say about anything that I post on Instagram at all. Because I know that I can monetize this platform and I'm going to get this money off of this platform. I see other people do with it. And you have to break away from that caring of what people think. And like I'll consider your opinion, but it's not going to go anywhere. You know, it's probably not going to go anywhere if I already have my mind made up. And that's kind of how I view social media, too. But that's how I view Instagram. That's not how I view Facebook. So if you have, like, a certain platform that's really triggering you, I truly encourage you to delete it or just take a step away from it or try to clean it up a little bit and um, follow more people who are more aligned with what you have going on. And try to unfriend people, you know. We have friends. I mean, I've been on Facebook since probably the inception, Instagram since inception. There's people on there who I don't even really know anymore. High school friends who I haven't even seen since I walked out those doors. But yet, I've been following you for 10 years, and I kind of know about your whole life. You know, we weren't meant to know all that stuff. People are meant for seasons. And these seasons are getting longer and longer with some of these people because we see them consistently on social media. You know, we weren't meant to see all these people. They're supposed to be in and out. But this is like they're still in because they're still wrapped around our brains because they're our followers. You know, and it's a very dangerous game. Very dangerous. And we weren't meant to live like this. We're meant to be outside. So I just want you guys to take away from this episode to... Adopt good habits one day at a time. Just one day at a time. Talk to yourself about what you're really going through. And if you're really, really struggling, reach out. DM me. Text the national hotline. Um, let me get the number for you guys. But really have an honest conversation with yourself about what you're going through. Because it's, you know, it sucks to have... Um, um, someone you love no longer here. Um, and you are wanted and you are needed in this world. So the National Suicide Prevention Hotline is 800-273-8255. And you can also um, text the number too. I'm looking for the... Number, you could text the crisis hotline hello, 
741741. That's hello, 741741. I'll have more episodes about mental health, you know, this season on the podcast. So stay tuned for that. And we're going to really have this discussion because I don't want to hear about any more deaths in this way. This is the second um, one I've heard about in the last couple of days. And it's just so tragic. So I know that it's hard. Um, for anybody right now, especially with the pandemic and um, financial situations and strains that we're all going through and rent increases and now it's winter and it's cold, you know, and seasonal depression is real. And um, that's why I'm fortunate to be in Texas right now because I know in Chicago it's freezing. And that also is a real trigger for me. Just really cannot stand being cold. It's I really get angry. Um, and then it's cloudy and it's snowy. You really you rarely see the sun in the winter, and that's one reason for a seasonal depression because we don't have that sunlight. You know you always feel good in the winter in the summertime. Um, but winter is harsh, and it's and the cold is not easy to bear. Um, but try to do what you can today. To make yourself feel better in honor of Texas. Do just one picture. And if your life is going all peaches and cream right now, then just be kind to somebody. That's the biggest takeaway is just to be kind to everybody. Because at this point, I'm just not going to have that on my conscience that this could be the last time I talk to this person, you know, and it wasn't a positive interaction. So, I think that's what kind of changed me is just knowing that you just don't know when someone's last day really is. Um, And you just want to make sure that people have nothing but good to say to you and about you when it's your turn. Um, So, yeah, you guys, this one hurts all of us. And this is just my two cents about everything that's going on. I'll have more episodes when things become... You know, more information is out there, so just stay tuned. I have a really good episode coming up for you guys in February. I'll drop it uh, around Valentine's Day just to give a brief hiatus for Christmas in honor of Chelsea. But you guys, I have a great episode for you guys coming up next. And, uh, um, yeah, you guys, uh, I, I know this hurts all of us, so. Be gentle with yourself. Be gentle and be kind. I love you guys for real. Thank you for tuning in to this episode. I appreciate it. And I'll catch you in the next one. Peace.